Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. And by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner. By Rhino Shield Mid-South. Bergeron Automotive in Metairie. By LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie. By Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area. John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge. By Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area. And by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligence sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and the Kenner Star. And a pleasant good evening and welcome to another edition of All Access, the Tuesday night edition here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Tune in app. Available anywhere in the world via iHeart to listen in. You can also check us out via Alexa at home. Just tell her to play WRKN or Nash Icon 1061 FM. Following the show, you can access our podcast through CrescentCitySports.com. Just click on the menu, click on more, and click on podcast to do so. You can also email me. It's Ken at CrescentCitySports.com, or you can call in. Coming up in just a bit, 504-260-1061. The number to call. Much to talk about, of course. College basketball. UNO Privateers tonight. You can listen to it. Semifinal game of the Southland Conference Tournament at Lake Charles against Northwestern State. That game coming up at 8 o'clock tonight. Privateers have won two games already. Can they make it three and make a magical run and get to the final? We'll find out tonight. Jude Young will have the call from Lake Charles tonight as the Privateers take on Northwestern State. Of course, going on right now, the Loyola men, as we speak, playing against the the Southwestern Assemblies of God School and the Wolfpack third in terms of seedings in the NAIA tournament. And the Loyola women are still to come tonight, and they play at 7.30 in their contest against John Brown. That's a doubleheader at the Den taking place. Xavier playing right now also, the men, on the road in Idaho against Hope University. So NAIA tournament underway as well. So lots to talk about. College baseball, of course, LSU rolling last night, number one in the country. Tulane and UNO both playing this evening in those ranks. But let's talk about the New Orleans Saints first and foremost, and then the Pelicans a little bit as well. To do so, it's a pleasure to welcome my good and great friend of many years and my cohort here on 106.1 FM during the prep football season, and of course a contributor to CrescentCitySports.com, the Hall of Famer himself, Roe Brown. How are you, buddy? 
Hey, Kenneth, how are you doing, sir? I'm Thanks doing fine. Having me on, you know? well, it's it's yeah. a it's a pleasure. You you've you know, done people, this a few times. People gotta realize, you know, they you know people gotta realize, you know, Kenny's a good guy. You know, he feels sorry for people like me. You know, the poor downtrodden, and he helps us. You know, <laughs> so that's you know that's how how I end up on these shows. Okay, <laughs> stop it. You've done this a few times. You know what I mean? So yeah, you you've been around the block a little bit. So all right. it's all good, and you've been around the block with the New Orleans Saints since you started in this industry like me 40-some-odd years ago. So you've seen it all, uh, the good, <laughs> the bad, and the ugly, most of, mostly bad and ugly, but certainly good in the Sean Payton regime, which is, of course, over with now, and he's in Denver with a lot of guys with ties to New Orleans. But where the Saints are concerned right now, obviously the primary focus is on Derek Carr. And I wrote about it for CrescentCitySports.com, and my take was clear that the pluses outweigh the minuses. And yes, there are minuses. Absolutely. There are Absolutely. minuses. But at the end of the day, this is what the question that you have to ask yourself, uh, does this improve your team? My yes, answer is you, my answer you're, you're is yes. Already, yes. You're, you're already better at quarterback. You know? Right. So, you, so, you know, you're, you're already better to me. You know, you're already better. All right, you know, so I mean, you tell us why. You got somebody who is... Better than Andy Dalton at this point in his life, and better than Jameis Winston, which, which is what you had. Okay, and so you've got a guy coming in that's thirty-one years old, you know. And people say, "Yeah, but they signed a guy and gave him a lot of money. Signed a guy that was that was just benched and cut from his team, you know." And you know, but this is a guy who, like I said, is one the best thing out there and when i say out there you know what that means people looking for quarterbacks you know it be a draft or be it you know it's a free agent is a veteran free agent you know he's probably the best one out there you know if you're going to do that you're probably not going to find someone who is going to be able to play probably not you know in the draft especially with your where you're picking uh who knows i mean i mean it, i can say that but you know did the 49ers think Brock Purdy would be that playoff quarterback? No. So, you know, things can happen. But I think it's a good signing. Uh, it doesn't solve everything. But you know, you don't have to always look for everything. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's how you look at it in context. You know, they got the best quarterback in their division. Because I don't even know who's playing quarterback at the other places. <laughs> I do, I, but I don't. Go ahead, yeah. I, you know, you do, but I don't. Okay, without even yeah. looking, you know, right. I don't even know who they are. Okay, you know, right. I mean, I'd have to sit down and read. I can't rattle them off, but I know that you know the Saints probably have the best quarterback in the division. You know, right away, and that's always a, you know a good place to start. Yeah, they got other holes, but I think it's good that they got Derek Carr. I mean, I, I think that's a plus. And, you know, that is a plus. I mean, I think he's somebody who can come in and, uh, you know, give you what you need and maybe a little bit more. You know, we know that he's here because he and the head coach have a history. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, that's nothing wrong with that. That happens all the time in the corporate world and everywhere. Okay. You know, and who you know sometimes and who knows you can get you into a spot. But this is the best place. I think it was the best place for Derek Carr at this point in his career. And he's the best thing for the Saints right now. 
Roll Brown with us. And here's here's what I took away from it. I mean, I wrote about it. And obviously, I think it's a positive move. And it's, and it's an improvement. It, the pluses outweigh the minuses, as I said. But this is what really sold me on the whole thing. Pro Bowl week. When Cam Jordan and Demario Davis came out in resounding fashion mm-hmm. uh, in mm-hmm. favor of Derek Carr. And I mean mm-hmm. very vocal about it. They were both mm-hmm. there. You know, at the Pro Bowl with Carr, and they both endorsed him like in magnanimous fashion. That sold me because those are not only two of your best players, but they are the unquestionable leaders of your team and, frankly, the best people in your locker room. So that is what sold me. Right. And and you got Saints fans who think about the the Saints-Raiders game, and, man, he looked terrible against the Saints. Yep. He looked terrible. You know, that's what the people say, but they didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, Jordan and, and, right. and Davis, you know, so they know a little something more than any of us know about what he can do and, you know, or whatever, or whatever they did to him that day, uh, whatever it was. But yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't, I don't really see at this point, I, I don't look at it as a minus at all. You know, as something that, you know, asking why did they do that? No, I think it was a good move. It was a good move. You know, and I keep, I preface everything, Kenny, at this at this point, because, you know, things change so much, so quickly. You know, even during this period of, you know, of free agency or whatever. I mean, things can change so much. Here's what I'm looking at, that this is why, and you have to, you know, obviously, do the research. The eyeball test, yes, he passes that. He's a he's a he's an above average to high level passer. He's a pure passer. He's a pocket guy. Now the trend in the league is to have more mobile guys, and he's not that. So there's that negative. The negative of him coming off of perhaps his worst season in the league. That's also true. Uh, so there are the the negatives and the question marks. But this is what I'm looking at. Here's a here's one that that I think is really interesting. Game winning drives in the NFL. Since 1960, Carr ranks 16th all-time, 33 game-winning drives. The only active quarterbacks in the league that have more are Matthew Stafford with 42 and Russell Wilson with 35. Oh, by the way, they are both Super Bowl championship quarterbacks. The other would be Matt Ryan, if he continues playing, who's in that category. And oh, by the way, he's been to a Super Bowl too. Incidentally, if you think those numbers don't mean anything, the top five in that category, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, Dan Marino. I think that speaks volumes about, about that particular statistic. And here's the other thing that really, I think, gives Carr a pass, not only on the fact that they just had two winning seasons with the Raiders uh, and the fact that he didn't have a real good year last year. And this is it right here. Stable organization, solid organization. No one, and I mean no one, would refer to the Raiders as that. Since 2003, the Raiders, since 2003, listen to this. They've enjoyed, you know how many winning seasons they've had since 2003? How many? Two. Two. Oh, by the way, they were both with Derek Carr. Uh, The Raiders have not won a playoff game since 2002. They're in their third city in three decades. They've employed 15 head coaches or interim head coaches since 1990.
Carr, by the way, in nine seasons, had six head coaches with the Raiders and as many offensive coordinators. I'm sure you remember the names Dennis Allen, Tony Sperano, Jack Del Rio, John Gruden, Rich Bisaccia, and now Josh McDaniels. Look, I'm not giving Carr a hall pass to say that he bears none of the brunt of, of not winning, but clearly there were mitigating circumstances, and clearly there's a big difference between the Raiders organization and the New Orleans Saints, where it's a stable situation with ownership, with the same general manager for 21 years, and with a coach that was here for 15 years. Now you've got a guy here in his second year that worked under that coach and has had this quarterback previously. It comes down to something that people don't think about. It comes down often to environment. It comes down to somebody being in the proper environment. I mean, there are people, and we've seen it before. There are players who, you know, who flourish, you know, in certain environments. You know, who may have been, may have, may not have done anything until they got, you know, <laughs> into a place. I mean, it, it was the Raiders, you know, and I mean, I'm using a Raiders situation for uh, for what you're talking about, but you know. Jim Plunkett was done, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. number one pick in the draft, remember? Yep. And, and, you know, failed in in New England, and, and, you know, he was done and got into a right situation in two Super Bowl rings. Uh, you know, and I'm not saying that that's going to happen here. It might, but my point is, you know, it, you know, I mean, Drew Brees was a cast off. <laughs> quite frankly you know I mean they gave up on him in San Diego and got here got with the right person or persons and he's a Hall of Fame quarterback and it's not he's not that's not what you thought of it Drew Brees just time at this very time back in 2006 2005 and something like that can happen for a person with the talent you know and the age, or lack of, at 31, of a Derek Carr. Uh, like I said, it, he's he's the best thing that's out there right now. If you're looking for a quarterback, and the Saints got him. The Jets didn't, or whoever else was going after him. Carolina. But here's the deal. Uh, to me, again, it comes down to you, you've got to make a decision. The Saints have clear needs. Their biggest need was to be better oh, yeah. at the most important position. Uh, yeah. Then you've got... Major need, a ma- and I stress major need at running back. A major yeah. need. All yeah, you have. Because Alvin Kamara is going to be there for half a season, maybe. 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 I mean, if. if half a season, if, maybe. Right. You know? and, if criminal and, charges, you know, if, if there's any kind of conviction, it's going to be longer than that. But it's going to mm-hmm. certainly at least be six to eight games. And then yeah, what he's, else? He's going to he's going to get his NFL punishment anyway. Oh yeah, no doubt. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, one way or the other. I mean, that that's that's a given. That that's more of a given than the actual legal stuff. Okay, he's yep. going to get that. Yeah. So what else do you have at running back? You got Eno Benjamin and Dwayne Washington. So you have a desperate need at that position. You have a need on the defensive line, especially on the inside. And mm-hmm. don't discount an edge rusher, even though they've drafted Peyton Turner and Marcus Davenport in recent yeah. years. Don't All ever right. discount an offensive lineman. If there's a guy there they love, then mm-hmm. there's that. But to me, they have other needs. And the fact that they have a first, a second, and a third-round pick, 
Now that you got car, you can go address those needs. Whereas if you didn't get car, you did not have a plan B among veteran quarterbacks, and you would have had to invest in the draft. And at 29, are you really going to get that guy that you want? Because let's face it, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Levis, they're not going to be there. Anthony Richardson maybe might be there. Who knows? But all it takes is one to love him, and he's gone. You know, Hendon Hooker, late first round or second or third round, maybe so, and I like him too. But bottom line is, if you're going the route of a rookie quarterback, you're basically saying, we're not going to win this year. We're building for the future. The Saints, and here's why I think it's the right move. The Saints are in a bad division. The quarterbacks of these other teams, Kyle Trask, Tampa Bay, Desmond Ritter, Atlanta, Sam Darnold, Carolina. Now, is that who it's going to be on opening day? We'll see. Right now, those would be your starting quarterbacks. Tampa Bay is in disarray. Brady quit. They, they fired eight coaches, and they're getting older, and Fournette's right. gone. And then, of course, Carolina, they're pretty good defensively, but they're mediocre offensively. Atlanta's mm-hmm. doing it right with Terry Fontenot, but they're, but they're basically rebuilding. They decided, they're rebuilding. Yeah. They've, so They've been rebuilding. Right. Yeah. So this is, this is a Saints team that unquestionably, right now, in my mind, could be and may be the favorite to win this division. That's why yeah, you go I get the veteran quarterback. I think they are. I already, even you know, even though there are more pieces and there are more pieces for to be uh, put together by the Saints and by the other teams in the division, I mean, I think that right now they're the favorite to win the division. I mean, I, I, I really believe that. Right now, if things, if we were playing right now with what everyone has, the Saints should be the favorites in the NFC South. The other reason I thought they had to get Carl was because of what happened last year. Dennis Allen was all in on Deshaun Watson, and he swung and missed. Not only did they swing and miss, but they lost him to the Cleveland Browns. No disrespect, but the Cleveland Browns have not been a factor in this league for many, many years now. And you lost out to them, which I thought was eye-opening. And, of course, a lot of people are happy they didn't get him because of the off-field issues. But to go after a guy again like this and be all in, and a guy that you had previously, if you'd have swung and missed at this one, I think it might have been the, the beginning of, if not the end, the beginning of that trek down the wrong side for Dennis Allen. He's got mm-hmm. to show progress as a head coach in the NFL this year. Has to. Yep. Yep. No doubt about it. Up, off the topic a little bit. Yeah. Should they f- deal with Leonard Fournette? That's an interesting thought. If the price is right, you know, look, they don't have an inside runner. You know, mm-hmm. we know that. Uh, mm-hmm. And they need a running back. So... Look, they, they, they took a swing with Jarvis Landry last year. Injury short-circuited that. Didn't work out. You know, they took a swing with Teran Matthew. He played much better in the second half of the season. Worked out well. Does Leonard want to play number two? Uh, is he willing to accept a certain role? Number three, could they get it for the money? I don't know. Look, I watched him last year. He's still an effective player. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's not a world beater. He's not among the best of the league we all know about playoff Lenny and how he changes and all that stuff. But, yeah, he's still got game. Uh, he's still yeah. good enough to play. So, There's still something there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, to me, it's all about it's all about price point. That's what it's all about. Yeah, how much? <laughs> yep. Yeah, the Saints are still in a serious cap issue in four years and $150 million for Carr. Uh, obviously, they're going to have to make more room here to make that work, too. So, 
yeah, it's a very interesting dynamic, and I would not discount uh, Fournette. I'd at least uh, take a, a look at that to see if it's possible. Because, look, I don't think you and I or anybody expects Mark Ingram to be back. No, 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 he won't be back. Yeah, he won't be back. So that brings us to Michael Thomas. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I, look, they did what they did earlier I, yeah, to I get rid of him, okay? That's why they did what they did. Now there's all kinds of word out there that maybe, just maybe because of Carr, he might stay, and maybe it was a you know quid pro quo in terms of the discussion with Carr, too. What, what did I see? I, I looked up. I didn't, you know, the sound was down. I looked yeah. up at the television after trade yesterday, and I saw his tweet or whatever. Yep. Uh, praying hands and said, oh, yeah. hallelujah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so yes, I mean, don't discount it. Uh, my guess is he's still gone, but but it, I don't think it's 100% certain now that that's mm-hmm. the case. So it's an interesting dynamic. Who knows what was said to whom uh, during the course of this courtship of Carr, but certainly a healthy Michael Thomas makes Derek Carr a better quarterback or anybody for that matter. I'm going to take a quick break here. I want to ask Roy about the Pelicans, so stay with us here for a moment as we continue following this brief timeout here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food, Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. Meet Joe A, Joe B, and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with Autosave. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect, support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Don't risk getting stranded with a bad battery. Let the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts test your battery for free. If it needs to be replaced, get up to a $15 O'Reilly gift card after rebate with purchase of select Superstart batteries. For power, performance, and reliability, choose Superstart batteries at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. For that professional landscaping appearance every time, depend on Land Pride, the leader in landscape and agri-maintenance equipment. Ascension Equipment in Renault in Gonzales is your local authorized Land Pride dealer. From rotary cutters and tillers to cedars, rakes, and blades, you'll find that no landscaping task is too tough for Land Pride. Discuss the complete line of Land Pride products with the folks at Ascension Equipment in Renal on Airline Highway in Gonzales. Save more today and mow tomorrow. <coughs> when a cold comes on strong, <laughs> knock it out with Vicks Dayquil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks Dayquil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. Power through your day with Vicks Dayquil Severe, the daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Use as directed. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never thought about space in my cramped apartment, but in this house, all I see is empty space. The sofa and ottoman look like tiny islands in a sea of hardwood floors. I could get two ottomans in the living room. 
but then I'd need another sofa. <gasps> I could tell people I'm into minimalism. Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. My ride smells just right, just right, just right, just right. Y'all gotta try that for Bree's car. Just right, just right, just right, just right. La 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 la. With up to 40 days of consistency, all over Bree's car clips right on your vent. You know my car's my happy place. This report is sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. This winter, there are new COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. If it's been at least two months since your primary series or original booster, schedule your updated COVID-19 booster dose at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. The New Orleans Saints made it official, signing Derek Carter a four-year deal worth of reported $150 million. The Pelicans fell apart in the third quarter in a 123-108 loss at Sacramento. College basketball, UNO upset third seed Southeastern 82-78 at the Southland Tournament in Lake Charles. The Privateers will meet Northwestern State in the semifinals at 8 p.m. tonight. McNeese beat Nichols 77-71. They advanced to the semis to play Texas A&M Corpus Christi this evening. The McNeese women outlasted UNO 87-82 in overtime. Louisiana's Raging Cajuns going to the NCAA Tournament. They beat South Alabama 71-60 in the Sunbelt Tournament Championship game at Pensacola. This evening, Xavier plays Hope University in Idaho. Loyola's men and women host opening round games in the NAIA Tournament at the Den. The Wolfpack men against Southwest Assemblies have got at 5.30. The women against John Brown at 7.30. College baseball, number one LSU over Butler, 11 to nothing. Tonight, Tulane hosts Campbell. UNO plays at South Alabama. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Now's the time. What's on your mind? We'd love to get your take by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and All Access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. Welcome back to the show. Ken Trahan with Roe Brown for one more segment just to touch on the New Orleans Pelicans. So, oh, by the way, Ro, just before we get to the Pelicans, what do you think? Do you think Michael Thomas will be back, should be back, what do you think about it? I don't think he'll be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, you know, the signing of Carr, you know, and as we mentioned, you know, in the last segment, the, the little tweet that I, you know, looked up on the screen and saw from Michael Thomas, hallelujah. So he's happy. He, like the other veterans, uh, Cam Jordan and Demario Davis, you know, they're happy that Derek Carr is now wearing black and gold and has a flirtily on his helmet. But, you know, and he doesn't, Michael Thomas doesn't strike me as someone who would, uh, you know, who, who would rework any more of his contract in order to stay. I may be wrong, but he doesn't strike me as that type, you know, because they may have to do something like that. Okay. I mean, even though they did something recently with his contract, you know, if he really wants to stay, he'll probably have to give up some things. And I'm not sure that he's the type that would be in that position to do that. But so, no, I don't think he's going to be here. You know, I really don't. And, and I preface it also with this, <laughs> you know, people don't always think about who you're playing with. You know how we, we just talked about environment and the right environment for people and that sort of thing. He's really only played with one quarterback. 
Michael Thomas, that is. <laughs> okay. And that quarterback, he caught 149 passes in one season from that quarterback. So, uh, you know, will he be able to do that with any other quarterback? Will he be the same player? You know, and I always use two words, Kenny, for that example. Jimmy Graham. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you know, no, and not that Jimmy Graham was terrible when he left, but he left and played with some pretty good quarterbacks. But never did what he did with Drew Brees. No, so and, and listen. That, so my point is, you know, it depends yeah. on you know, and, and maybe that'll be the case for Michael Thomas. Maybe that'll be the case for him. I don't know because we've never seen him with another quarterback, really. Right. Well, I think <laughs> I think history history has a way of telling you much more than than what you really knew at the time. We all knew Drew Brees was a great quarterback, but I think what we're seeing now is is just how great he was because if you talk to Lance Moore, if you talk to Marcus Colston, if you talk to Devery Henderson, all three of those guys, you're on the committee. We've elected them to the Saints Hall of Fame, and they've been inducted. And if you talk to those guys, they just talk about all the qualities about Breeze and and just how crazy good he was and how prepared he was and how he he anticipated everything and knew everything about what was – going on and, and yeah. you know and how to put a ball where it needs to be put before a receiver even thinks about it or comes out of a break and all those mm-hmm. things and Graham you mentioned that the fact of the matter is look I mean you can you can go back and and look at others that were here that had you know one or two years where they were really good and they've never done anything else in the league basically right. I mean mm-hmm. you know the same yeah. I can name a couple of others the fact is you know, Drew Brees made people better, unquestionably. So when you listen to Michael Thomas, you know, you see his comment, when you listen to Jordan and you listen to Davis, they know what a good player looks like. They know, you know, that this guy is better than the guys we have. That's all. I mean, it's not a knock on Dalton, who would be a nice backup quarterback. By the way, it's not a knock on Winston, who has a year left on his deal, and if he was smart – he might tell them, look, I'm willing to be that second guy here, and I'm yeah. one play away from getting in because mm-hmm. I don't know that Jameis will have any other options. The problem is the Exactly. Saints, I was going to say, is yeah. anybody else beating down his door? Right. You know? yeah. Well, that's it. I just think he's got to look at, at it from that perspective. On the other hand, the Saints might release him anyway because of the salary cap issue after it's June out, 1st. Yeah. It's a lesser hit. So, you know, let's which I see think what will happen, you know, and, and Andy Dalton will be the backup, which I think will happen. Yeah, I, I think it, yeah. uh, you know, Dalton has to be convinced too. He's got to, he's got to recognize and be convinced that, you know, this is the best place for him. You know, another guy that comes to mind with Breeze, remember Willie Sneed? I mean, yep. Willie Sneed yep. had one unbelievable year with the Saints. Yep. He never came yep. close to that again in his career. And that was nope. with Breeze. So, you know, we could certainly mention that. All right, so flipping the page to the New Orleans Pelicans. Look, right now, they're in a four-way tie for the ninth spot. We all know 10 spots get you into the play-in round. And the question is, it's unbelievable how much things have changed. You know, since the year... (laughs) Since the year changed, they were 23-12 and last year. And and now they're 31-34. and And we all know that injuries hijacked their season. That said, they still haven't been as good as I thought they would be, or maybe as they should have been, even though they've had injuries. Your thoughts? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the injuries had, had a lot to do with it. You know, I mean, yeah. I just think, yeah. You know, I mean, what else can we think? Because when they had most of their people healthy, I mean, uh, they were cooking. So, you know, you'd have to figure, you know, they may not have continued to play quite at that level because over 82 games, I mean, every team had, you know, have their little dips and dives and ups and downs. And the Pelicans would have been, uh, wouldn't have been any different. But, yeah, the injuries, I think, you know, I think the injuries have had a lot to do with it. Uh, I mean, I, I, I got to give them that. You know, of course, there's no Zion. Uh, there was, you know, Ingram missed a lot of games. And now even the other people, as you call them, are injured. You know, the Alvarados and you know, everybody else has had something at some point. Uh, Valanciunas missed some time. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd have to put it at that. Having said that, you know, at 31 and 34 right now, I mean, we never would have dreamed that. Now, some people would say that if you can rip off five, six wins in a row, everything about you is so bunched, well, you know, then, you know, maybe you're in pretty good shape as far as getting into at least the play-in. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this team, you know, I mean, as we said before, you know, when you look at them now, you know, they don't defend very well. Nope. And they don't defend very well. And as you said, I mean, absolutely correct. You know, they don't have enough firepower. Uh, and that's what you got to have in the NBA. You know, you got to have those two things. And they don't have that right now. And that's why they're going through. You know, the problems that they're going through right now, you know, in the last 10 games, I think they're three and seven or whatever it is. And of course, they've lost their last two. Uh, they're not better than the other teams that they're competing with. You know, they're not better than that, you know, that seven to 12 group, you know, the, mm-hmm. the Portlands and the and now now the Lakers with their trades. Said, uh, they, they're not better than the Clippers or the Mavericks or that sort of thing. They're not. They're not you know, they just start, and you know it'll make it difficult for them. But like I said, you whip off four or five wins in a row. Everybody's so bunched up because I think it's what a four. Everybody, four teams have the same record now. Right? That's right, three or four teams, thirty, four teams, yep. thirty-four. It's four, three, whatever it is. Yeah, four yeah, teams. I know they all yep. have the same records. So you know when it's when the when the standings look that way, uh, a lot of things can happen. In a short period of time. So, the bigger picture surrounds the face of the franchise, Zion Williamson. And we've got a large sample size now. And the lack of availability is unavoidable. And it's frankly not only a concern, it's it's kind of astonishing, right? When you miss over 60%, closing in on 70% of the game's in the league since you've been in the league and over four years that that is that is a major major concern and it really does give you cause for pause about the future with this young man well you know i've said from the beginning uh, when he is there when he is healthy he's a force everybody knows that that's, that's not brain you know that's not brain surgery everybody knows that mm-hmm. However, I've just always felt that even in shape, that he's someone who would never really be well, you know, for a period of, for a long period of time. You know, he would, I, he would always have something. I, I just think because of his build, you know, even if he's in shape, 
just because of his build and the way he plays and, you know, the, the tort that he has getting off the floor and back down to the floor and, and just, you know, I just feel like there'd always be something, you know, some little muscle somewhere, some little bone somewhere in that foot or in that ankle is just going to say, uh-uh, this is too much. And, you know, you do it a thousand times or two thousand times. And on 2001, all it takes is one of those low bones, one of those low muscles. He just, he's, he just strikes me as that kind of person. You know, not necessarily his fault. I guess it's a physiological thing I'm talking about. I just didn't think that I just don't think that he will ever be able to play a lot of games without getting injured or sustaining some kind of injury. Injury, and I don't know if that makes sense to me. That's how I've always sure. looked at it. Well, you know, when he's there, you know, he'll do 20, 22 games, and then bam, there'll be something. You know, it'll come back and he'll do another 10, 15, and then it'll be something else. And it'll be those kinds of injuries, you know, uh, a muscle, or like I said, a little bone or something in a foot or in an ankle or whatever. Uh, the kind of thing that, you know, it's small, but it's big when you're talking about going up and down a hardwood floor thousands of times. <laughs> and jumping from that floor and landing from the distances in the air that he goes. Yeah, and, and what, what, what's really interesting <laughs> is that hard, you know? some some people have pointed out, well, he plays you know with violence and he's he's got to attack the rim and he's going to draw contact all the time, which doesn't bode well. But the fact of the matter is, most of his injuries have been non-contact. Injuries. Well, that's what I'm saying. That, that's that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm not talking about somebody hitting him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. I, I'm not talking about it. I'm talking about getting off the floor and coming back down on that floor thousands of times, you know, and with the quickness that he does, because he's a quick jumper, you know? Yep. And like I said, he's a quick jumper, you know, and he comes back down on that floor and you're doing, doing that thousands and thousands of times. That's exactly what I'm saying, Kenny. I'm not talking about somebody... Uh, you know, hitting him and, and, and hyperextending his knee. I ain't talking about that kind of stuff. You know, I'm not talking about somebody hitting him in the eye, that sort of thing. No. Uh, you know, people bounce off of him in the air. <laughs> From what I see, you know, quite frankly. And I'm talking about, you know, physiological stuff, okay, that has nothing to do with somebody else hitting him. You know, I mean, you saw the last injury. He was just dribbling up the floor. <laughs> Yeah, he was just, just dribbling up the floor and pulled out. And, and then, uh, and then, of course, you know, there's the plight of Willie Green. Everybody likes Willie Green, and for good reason. He's young. He can communicate with players. They relate to him. Uh, he's a genuinely good guy. You know, a guy of faith. Everything about him, you like him. And yet, now there are some questions. Maybe the star has faded a little bit based upon what's happened because they can't figure out how to you know, put Humpty Dumpty back on the wall with the injuries they've had. And injuries, make no mistake about it, are the biggest reason for that. And yet, in some circles, some people feel like they should be faring better than they have fared. Because let's face it, since the year turned over, you know, they're one of the five worst teams in the NBA in terms of record. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, I would look at it this way. I, you know, I agree. I think Willie Green is, uh, I think he's a really good coach. I think he's a really good young coach, you know, as a head coach. And yeah, he may be in a situation where he doesn't know what to do right now. And that's okay. You know, at, at where he may not know what to do right now in, in this situation uh, with all the injuries and everything you said that 
that they have and that they've sustained. You know, because when the play, when the thing was intact, he looked like he knew what to do. Yeah. And now, you know, I mean, this is this is also a first time situation for him. And yeah, he may not. I mean, people may not like to hear that, but you know, I mean, at some point, you know, I mean. Greg Popovich probably had to learn that too. You know, uh, some pretty good coaches probably had to go through some things. Some of this stuff is OJ on the job training, OJT. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it is. It just is. You know, you may not like to hear that. And, and it's a, you know, what have you done for me lately and do this now kind of, you know, situation in professional sports and all. But, you know, yeah, sometimes the guys don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just a fact they may not say that well I, I've said I've said forever and a day that you know in order to be a contender or a championship level team you've got to be good and you've got to be lucky, lucky. and Wallens Pelicans mm-hmm. were pretty good uh, for mm-hmm. for you know 2022 and in 2023 they've been completely unlucky and that's not the only reason but we cannot ignore that is a primary force and factor in terms of where they are now. Yeah, if if most everybody was healthy, was it was there, you know, they wouldn't be in this position, I wouldn't think. Uh, so yeah, I mean that that goes without saying. I mean, you're absolutely correct. But yeah, I mean sometimes, you know, yeah, he may be finding out, you know, what to do when this happens mm-hmm. next time this happens for him. You know, this is a first. But I think he's the guy, you know, he's the guy for the job, you know, and everybody's not, you know, every every coach isn't perfect. And contrary to popular belief, you know, uh, you know, Greg Popovich knew everything this time 10 years ago. Now he can't, he now he can't win. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. He knew everything. Okay? Right. He, 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 he could solve everything. Right. Okay. And any situation, you know. Yep. And where is he now? Yep. Don't have the players. It's that simple. I don't yep. care how good a coach you are. doesn't make any difference. Bottom line is that this is a, a disappointing season because we all saw the possibilities. But last but not least, before we let you get away with the NBA, it's hard for a small market team to win. Milwaukee, that's the best thing that happened in the NBA in the last 25 years is that they won right. the NBA title because it's a smaller market team. And, oh, by the way, their transcendent player – Re-upped and stayed there, which I thought was yeah, fantastic. He, your transcendent player wasn't trying to get out. He yeah. that was fantastic, and yeah. that gives hope to the New Orleans of the world in the NBA right. because all we see now is the stars getting together. And most recently, it's Kyrie with Luca, it's Durant with Booker. You know, we all know about AD with LeBron. Uh, we you know we could go on and on about. They're just trying to find that landing spot. Uh, to be in a chance to win a championship with other stars. And that's not going to happen in a small market. That star isn't coming here, okay? Right. That's just exactly. not going to happen. So uh, long-term, can the Pelicans compete? Can they be successful? Yeah, they can. <laughs> but, but like you said, you'll have to find somebody like like Giannis, you know, uh, or find a, somebody like that. I mean, it's you know, they're few and far between now in this day and age. You know, the way the culture is right now in the league. But, uh, you know, I'm just glad we got team. 
<laughs> you, you and I both. I'll take, I'll take, I'll take being a small market team yep. with the difficult, the difficulty of trying to win an NBA yep. championship, and you may, and you may not, or, yep. or it hinges on one person. You know, yep. I, you know, I, I like this better than. Uh, not having a team. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Look, we both started. We both started here uh, when we were in Loyola, and I. One of my first assignments that uh, Wayne Matt gave me was to go cover a jazz game and sit courtside. My eyes were wide open, and then I I go to the locker room afterwards to interview Pete Maravich and Truck Robinson, and and you know. Uh, and there's Pete sitting in a locker drinking a beer. So, you know, that, and remember during that time, I worked for the Jazz. I know time, that. Remember? Yeah, sure did. Yep. And and those were, those were fun times. A totally exactly. dysfunctional organization that didn't yep. know what it was doing. Yep. And it's a shame because you know when you had a player like Maravich with his drawing power and his ability if you could have had anybody who knew what the hell they were doing you know you, you might have had a chance of course they had one chance you know and they have that win streak of six games and Pete tries to pass the ball between his legs and that's the end of that so against the Buffalo Braves against the Buffalo Braves yep and Bob McAdoo said afterwards I didn't touch him dude no you didn't so all good <laughs> Memories. I was, I was sitting at the scores table. Oh, I yeah. right in front of me. Yeah. I heard it scream when and he you came knew, down. <laughs> and you knew it was right over. You knew it yep. was over. <laughs> I was sitting right there. Roll around. <laughs> a pleasure visiting. Thank you so much for the time and your input. Hey. Always appreciated. Love you. God bless you. Take care of yourself, buddy. All right, Kenny. Thank you so much. You got it, buddy. Roll around. We'll All take right. a time out here. And again, we'll return to talk some college basketball and baseball here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Springview Medical Clinic. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction and sick of the pills? Well, we now have a major medical breakthrough that has helped thousands of men. The wave technology at Springview Medical uses gentle pressure waves to repair and open up blood vessels. We have 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge University, showing our technology treats the root cause problem of erectile dysfunction. No more pills and no more side effects, just more blood flow in the bedroom. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED and regain your love life, grab your phone and call us now. You'll qualify for the assessment exam, even the blood flow ultrasound totally free. And to the first 10 callers now, you'll get a gift that can produce immediate results in the bedroom. You're going to love that. This is a $650 value, totally free to callers now. 504-313-4000. That's 504-313-4000. Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction by treating the root cause. Call Springview Medical Clinic now to qualify. 504-313-4000. My ride smells just right, just right, just right, just right. Y'all gotta try that for Bree's car. Just right, just right, just right, just right. La, 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 la. With up to 40 days of consistent sin All over Breeze car clips right on your vent yeah, You yeah. know my car's my happy place Keep that smile on my face When it smells just right, just right, just right yeah. Breathe happy for Breeze, la 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 if you're 
injured in a car crash, never settle for less than you deserve from the insurance company. And don't settle for just any law firm. Demand Dudley DeBosier. It's always our goal to get you the maximum compensation you deserve. And with our no-fee guarantee, you pay us nothing. No fees, no costs or expenses unless we get you money. Call now and we'll review your case for free. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 22 This report is sponsored by Audible. Find everything you love listening to on Audible. Hear celebrity memoirs, mysteries, true crime, sci-fi, and more. Audible is the home of storytelling, audiobooks, podcasts, and originals. Sign up for a free 30-day trial at audible.com. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Get your tickets now for the second annual Tulane Book Festival featuring seminars, activities for book lovers, and appearances by Bill Gates and other famous authors. And this weekend, head out to NOLA Motorsports for the New Orleans Speed Tour of fun on and off the track, including the Cars and Crawfish Cook-Off. For more ideas on things to do this weekend, visit whereyat.com and click on our community calendar or sign up for the Where Yet e-blast and get the best picks sent directly to your inbox. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports topics are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. Glad you're with us on this Tuesday night. Ken Trahan in for Jude Young, who's got UNO basketball tonight. The Privateers at Northwestern State in the semifinals of the Southland Conference Tournament in Lake Charles. 8 p.m. start. Jude Young will have the call for you about 7.45 this evening here on your station for University of New Orleans Basketball, National Icon 1061 FM. Jordan Johnson, man, he's been something else. And he's the reason UNO has played better down the stretch, why they are playing much better, why they're in this position. Now, to have to play three games in three nights and possibly four games in four nights, it's tough. It's set up for the Demons of Northwestern State. They've been sitting back and watching while UNO has played two games. So, there's that. The other side of the bracket, McNeese upset Nichols, and they've got the number one seed and clearly the best team in the league, Texas A&M Corpus Christi. So, the hope is that McNeese can upset A&M Corpus Christi and New Orleans can upset Northwestern State. Wouldn't that be something to get to the finals? If they could pull that off, it would be very, very special. How about the University of Louisiana? The Cajuns won the Sunbelt Conference Tournament rallied to beat South Alabama last night, and they earn an automatic berth in to the NCAA tournament field. You hope they're not the only Louisiana team. Obviously pulling for Northwestern State if UNO or McNeese can't win it. But again, Texas A&M Corpus Christi is the favorite there. But kudos to the Ragin' Cajuns. Really good season, and they had to rally in that game watching it last night to beat South Alabama to get there. As mentioned, the NAI tournament underway. Xavier, of course, 
up in Idaho and the Loyola men and women locally at the Den. And what a job Donald Reyes has done a year after, you know, they won the national championship, you know, and their coach left and the top players graduated. Pretty special. And Kelly Kennedy, who we had on last night as well, has done an outstanding job over a long-term basis with the women. Ditto for Xavier with Alfred Williams. Just good stories, good teams, and of course we'll have full analysis here on the shows, but also uh, full analysis at CrescentCitySports.com where you'll be able to check out exactly what transpired. All right, uh, glad you've joined us on this Tuesday night. Ken Trahan with you. We have one more segment to go to put a wrap on things. We'll do that following a brief timeout. Rudy Dixon, our producer. Ken Trahan in for June Young. It's all access for a Tuesday night. And we're back for a final word following this time out here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Hi, I'm Martha Stewart, and I have a question for you. You know that unwelcome guest everyone wishes would just leave already? That's COVID-19. That's why I got an updated booster designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. Got it? Check eligibility and schedule your updated COVID booster at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. (coughs) When a cold comes on strong, (coughs) knock it out with Vicks Dayquil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks Dayquil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. Power through your day with Vicks Dayquil Severe, the daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Use as directed. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never thought about space in my cramped apartment, but in this house, all I see is empty space. The sofa and ottoman look like tiny islands in a sea of hardwood floors. I could get two ottomans in the living room, but then I'd need another sofa. I could tell people I'm into minimalism. Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Springview Medical Clinic. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction and sick of the pills? Well, we now have a major medical breakthrough that has helped thousands of men. The wave technology at Springview Medical uses gentle pressure waves to repair and open up blood vessels. We have 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge University, showing our technology treats the root cause problem of erectile dysfunction. No more pills and no more side effects, just more blood flow in the bedroom. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED and regain your love life, grab your phone and call us now. You'll qualify for the assessment exam, even the blood flow ultrasound, totally free. And to the first 10 callers now, you'll get a gift that can produce immediate results in the bedroom. You're going to love that. This is a $650 value, totally free to callers now. 504-313-4000. That's 504-313-4000. Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction by treating the root cause. Call Springview Medical Clinic now to qualify. 504-313-4000. Hi, I'm Martha Stewart, and I have a question for you. You know that unwelcome guest everyone wishes would just leave already? That's COVID-19. That's why I got an updated booster designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. Got it? 
Check eligibility and schedule your updated COVID booster at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Hey guys, this is Keenan Thompson. I have a problem with you. Yes, you. None of y'all told me that AutoTrader has millions of new and used cars that I can shop from home. I thought we were friends. I put smiles on your face, but I'm not smiling. No one told me that with AutoTrader, a dealer can deliver cars to my home or that I could shop by price on AutoTrader. No one. Consider this friendship that you just learned we had officially over. Finally, it's easy. Auto Trader. When the final horn blows at the Allstate Sugar Bowl, the action is just beginning as another jam-packed year of Sugar Bowl activity lies just ahead. With over 55 annual events, including all Louisiana high school state championships, the Sugar Bowl support of amateur athletics adds up to big fun and big dollars for our economy. From the Crescent City Classic to lacrosse, sailing, basketball, and more, the Sugar Bowl has something for most everyone. For more on the great things the Sugar Bowl is doing, log on to AllstateSugarBowl.org. Sponsored by Allstate, Taco Bell, and Dr. Pepper. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on All Access with Ken Trahan on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, at NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call. 504-260-1061. Our final segment begins for this Tuesday night on All Access. Again, a reminder, University of New Orleans basketball coming up against Northwestern State, 8 p.m. from the Legacy Center in Lake Charles. Jude Young will have the call coming up in just a bit in the semifinals of the Men's Southland Conference Tournament. Good stuff. Should be good. Looking forward to seeing if the privateers can continue that magical run after beating Southeastern Louisiana, a higher seed last night. College baseball, number one LSU rolls on. Of course, they dismantled Butler last night by the score of 11 to nothing. And, you know, look, the they hit the ball, and you expect them to do that. You know, Dugas has been outstanding. Trey Morgan is hitting. Dylan Cruz has been brilliant. Tommy White, really good. You know, even Beloso has been hitting the ball extremely well of late. Jordan Thompson has hit the ball very well. Brady Neal has hit the ball from behind the plate. Paxton Kling, given the opportunity, he swung the bat well. But what's most impressive about LSU is its pitching. Paul Skeen's SEC Pitcher of the Week. He's been the best pitcher in the country thus far this year. You know, and then last night, Thatcher Hurd, midweek pitcher. Six shutout innings, 11 strikeouts. That'll get it done. So when you have that kind of pitching to go along with, you know, the bats that you have to have to get it done, you got a chance to be very special. And I certainly think that that's the case with this LSU team. When you look at where they're at right now, batting 339 is a team, but the team ERA is 2.88. That is impressive. Nate Ackenhausen has been brilliant out of the bullpen. Eight innings, one run. Seven strikeouts. What a weapon he's been. Ty Floyd, really good. 15 strikeouts, 11 and two-thirds innings, 2-0, and 1.54 earned run average. Garrett Edwards, good. Blake Money, good so far this year. Riley Cooper, one bad outing, you know, but the other was good. So, again, when you have pitching depth, you've got a chance to take it very deep. Tulane has mentioned, look, we knew it was going to be tough with the players on hand. And can't judge Day Ullman for what has happened thus far. 
You can only judge them down the road. They need to get better players. And, of course, the schedule also will lighten a bit because they've played a brutal schedule early in the season. I don't think there's any doubt uh, that that has affected the way the, the results have turned out. University of New Orleans, Blake Dean's done a good job so far. Obviously, uh, this is a team that it's all about whether or not they have the pitching depth to be able to be successful, and that's always going to be the case in baseball, but certainly the case with UNO. You know, a winning type of program, just over 500. Tonight's a big game going on with South Alabama in Mobile against a really good program. So then they got Southern at home tomorrow night before hosting Mississippi Valley State this weekend. They could somehow beat South Alabama. They could get themselves on a little bit of a run here. So stay tuned where the privateers are concerned. Delgado back in action this weekend on Sunday against Triton College, now ranked 17th in the nation in the latest National Junior College top 25 ranking. So good college baseball, as we always expect to have this neck of the woods. That's going to do it for us tonight. I want to remind